Welcome back to another episode of Other People's Lives that my mother and future children are not allowed to listen to. Okay. <laughs> we've got a we've got a raunchy one, so, you know. Yeah, we're back doing sex uh, episodes. Also, uh, guys, if you want to watch this on YouTube, head to youtube.com slash other people's lives if you're only listening, okay? This might be one that you want to watch. Yes, it might be one that you want to watch because it's going to get very interesting. Um, our caller on the line, uh, why don't you... Tell us what we'll be talking about today. I'm Gigi Engel. I'm a certified sexologist. And today we're going to be talking about sexuality and more importantly, sexting. Oh, sexting. Okay. Something we all want to be good at. Um, but to to start, um, sexology sounds like a college class that I did not take. Uh, what is sexology exactly? And how do you become a certified sexologist? really funny and uh you wouldn't be the first person who's made a very hilarious joke like that greg Um, (laughs) makes me feel like my joke wasn't funny thanks oh my god well we give you that idea the fact that it wasn't (laughs) um (laughs) no i'm kidding it is doesn't sound like a real thing um sexology is the study of human sexuality sort of as a over like a a whole um so a sexologist is somebody who studies sexuality and uh and uh all that it entails uh becoming a certified sexologist it's you have to do a i'm a certified sex educator and a sexologist so i went through a certification program with the world association of sex coaches um a really deep intensive that was like super super a lot um and uh yeah that's like kind of how you get i got into it my background's in journalism and uh, I just decided I needed to be more qualified to write about to write about the things that I write about. Okay. So I decided to get certified. Awesome. So, what would you say is the end goal for you? Is it just to educate in, in a general form, or what kind of goals are you able to help people achieve as far as their sexuality goes? Yeah, there's a big sex education component of it. Um, a lot of what I do is sort of destigmatizing sexuality and our my like ultimate goals are kind of like to and a lot of sexologists our goals are kind of to bring sexuality into a more into the public arena and public sphere and into normal everyday conversations without it being this like taboo dirty thing because sexuality is as natural as like eating or the urge to sleep so it's weird that we have this idea that like sex is bad or dirty or not natural and so that's kind of the the ultimate goals my work also like do a lot of uh one-on-one coaching mostly with women and couples which is to find everything from like your best orgasm to trouble achieving orgasms to finding sex toys sexting um achieving into greater intimacy with partners having awkward conversations about sex because people feel really weird talking about it and basically just making people feel very sexy and sensual in their most delicious sexual selves. Nice. That That's really cool. Um, and those are things that you work with like couples and people on a personal level, not just like group workshops. I do mostly group workshops, but I do do some one-on-one stuff. Right now it's just uh, female only uh, one-on-one sessions with clients. What would you say is the majority of the reason why people seek out sexology? A lot of it that I've found with people who I work with is this um, lack of 
sexual pleasure that a lot of women are having in their own sex lives because women are often taught that like they aren't they don't have a right to pleasure or they don't have a like their pleasure is not as important as like a male partner's and we're not ever taught what a clitoris is during school and it's never brought up during sex ed the best way to get is somebody trying to put a banana so a lot of it is like this deeply rooted shame that and lack of education around your own body that can really hinder your ability to have a fulfilling sex life. So that's mostly what I deal with. Yeah, we've spoken about that on the show before. I think that's just 100% true. I know like I know it was true for my education growing up and I think Joe like you would agree and also our parents' education. So it's like that birds and the bees conversation. That's not really it's not really educating you on much, you know, or it's not educating you on I think how to you know, feel about your own body or exploration or things like that. It's kind of just always like a very dry, Yeah, this is what sex is. The education around it that most people get is just like how to get it done, not to like how to do it well, mm-hmm. you know? Or how to communicate it with a partner. Emphasis placed on intercourse as being like the most important sex thing that it completely negates like all other forms of sexuality and like 90% of women don't even have orgasms from intercourse. So it's this whole driving uh, narrative about how your body's broken and you're supposed to be having orgasms through intercourse, even though that's like not really how it even works. And so it's this lack of education and understanding that kind of sends you into the shame spiral of not knowing how to express yourself sexually. 90% don't have orgasms through intercourse. No, there are almost no, almost essentially no uh, touch sensitive nerve endings in in the vagina at all. I feel a lot better. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, you can actually have um, you can have. I wouldn't want to test this theory personally, but it's most doctors will tell you that like you can have like small surgery on the vagina without any anesthetics. Oh wow! Wow. So it's basically numb, is what you're saying. It's not. There are there are no touch sensitive nerve endings, but what there are are pressure sensitive nerve endings. Okay. So, like most of what you feel, like if you feel, because like you you can have pleasurable intercourse without having orgasms. So like a lot of that is from like pressure, as opposed to like touching. Okay, gotcha. That makes a lot of sense, actually, though. Yeah. What are what are the ways that a woman will experience, I guess, the most or most frequently experience orgasms? Through clitoral stimulation. So stimulation of the outer clitoral glands, either through tongue, hand, or toy. Gotcha. Okay. And I, I think home to your girlfriends, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. Like as a guy, if 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 you're not going out of your way to I think learn these things or understand or just have conversations with the women in your life that you may be intimate with um yeah I think it's a very bare bones education that we get and it's like it's like a caveman it's literally put penis in hole and you're done and the whole thing's done like I have friends who are like good friends of mine who should know better and they're faking orgasms because they don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and i'm like what is happening it's the year of our lord 2020 yeah so how often do you think that happens i know there's not like a statistical number but yeah there is uh 50 of women have faked an orgasm in their wow. lives but that 
I, I personally think that's being very conservative. Yeah. Wow. Because there are a lot of like, and it, it's thought that like women, like 65% of women have reported having like 65% of women report having like regular orgasms through intercourse, which is like very conservative. And then when you look at some of the finite exam, like some of the finite data inside of those studies, it's like they had most of it, like 90, it comes out to being like 90% of women need clitoral stimulation because most of the time they were stimulating their clitoris. It was just during intercourse. Mm, mm-hmm. and it's like They don't make that distinction. Right. And it's all faking it to just protect our fragile egos. <laughs> I mean, and seriously. You not seem like your body's weird because we're afraid that if we aren't having orgasms during intercourse, that like there's something wrong with our, with us. Mm-hmm. And you want your partner to know that your body is broken. Is there a specific world? What's up? What a fucked up world we live in. Oh yeah. Um, Is there a specific uh, position that is like deemed the most pleasurable for women? I mean, it really depends uh, on your anatomy. Um, I guess like most, there's a technique you can use for missionary position called the coital alignment technique, which is like where your partner, male, a male partner or a partner with a penis or a strap on, whatever you have, um, it's kind of like is on top, but instead of slide, like moving up and down slides up and down so that you can get clitoral stimulation, like from your partner's pubic bone. And that can help you have orgasms like during sex. But most, mostly it's just like bring your sex toys into the into the bedroom and like everybody should be fine with that. So you're a big uh, like you're you're like people should have toys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think if you if you any woman who tells you she doesn't have a vibrator is missing out or lying. Interesting. Now, uh, let me can I can I ask you a question? And this is this would kind of settle a uh little not an argument but a discussion i was having in a group chat with some of my friends do you think that a single man like is it okay for a single man to have a vibrator that he uses on women absolutely as long as you're uh they're made out of good materials and they're being properly sanitized between uses then sure there was an argument because some people were like that's weird and women, if anything that's considerate and women wouldn't I mean, be but he said it would scare women away because they'd be like oh this was used on a bunch of different people mm. i mean people are gonna have different opinions about that but i think that if you have one and you bring it and you bring it up with a partner you're giving them the opportunity to be like yeah i'd be down to do that or no pass on using that but there's nothing wrong with having it yeah gotcha and Having followed like a lot of your work and writing, I know you talk a lot about masturbation. Like, what's your stance on that? What about it? I know it's very general. <laughs> is but there too much? Is it? Is there ever too much? Or is or it like just more so the benefits or like? Masturbation I- is amazing, and everyone should do it. It like there's a lot of like weird myths out there. Like you can get addicted to a vibrator, or like if you have if you masturbate too much, like. Your, your partner, like you won't want as much partnered sex when actually there's like, there's absolutely no scientific data whatsoever to to say that a vibrator can be addictive. It's That's just a lie, a very patriarchal based lie. Um, and having, masturbating in relationships, there's also nothing wrong with doing that. In fact, most studies show that if you masturbate, you're actually more likely to want partnered sex because the, the whole 
the phrase, which like weirdly there's a lot of sex myth, a lot of things like common believed myth, things around sex, like a lot of it's wrong. But the whole like you, if you don't use it, you lose it thing actually has merit because the more you you engage like your sexual muscles, the more they want to be engaged. So it's like mm. a a cycle. Interesting. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. So is and a lot of people feel like you should never be a threat a lot of people get threatened about masturbation relationships because it's like oh like why aren't they having sex with me but the thing about it is like masturbation is like a completely separate entity than having partnered sex and we need to stop thinking about masturbation as being this like if then kind of situation whereas it's just a, another part of sexuality i mean there are there is some merit in saying like you know if you are masturbating so much that like you don't have energy for your partner or you right. are masturbating and like aren't satisfying your partner like yeah that that's time to like have a discussion because that's actually like infringing on your sex life but usually it's not going to be an issue yeah and if anything it sounds like upkeep in a sense or you know just like your own personal time to be sexual with yourself exactly and it's it's not the relationship you have with yourself is the one you're going to die with so there's nothing wrong with having just a little me time right right what what would you say did you would you i mean i don't even know if like you know whatever but it, would you say that if someone was masturbating once a day that is completely normal or would you say that's a little too much there but i think that it depends on everybody like some people are going to masturbate three times a day and still like get it on with their partner like without any problem and some people are going to masturbate once a day and they feel fine with that it's really like what works for you like there's no amount that's too much and there's no amount that's too little and like anyone who tries to say that like someone's masturbating too much like they just they're clearly like putting their own shame and bias into like the judgment of someone else now i know this might be a little bit off of your path i'm not sure but like would you say that porn is damaging in any sort of way that you were explaining um pornography i have a lot of people are really anti-porn, like in the in the space, just like thinking that it's this whole. A lot of people in general, like not just people in the sex field, like every people, like Christians, all y'all, are like you know anti-porn, being like this is like damaging and it's teaching these like it's teaching kids like all this bad stuff about sex. But like the thing about porn is that it's actually completely fine as far as you as long as you know what you're getting. The thing, the reason that porn is having issues right now, or like people have issues with porn or, or like they, or it teaches people bad lessons about sexuality is because we have such little sex, so such little sex education in this country that people don't have anything other than porn to go off of. So because we're not having, we shame sexuality, we treat it like it's taboo and we like don't teach kids about sex or have open conversations about sexuality, like their only education is going to be porn. So it's not really a porn problem. It's an education problem. Wow. That's a really cool take on it. And that, that makes a lot of sense. That is definitely some people's only education. Yeah. Obviously a false education. When you're like a, you know, a young boy, like a heterosexual young boy or a heterosexual young woman. And the only thing you see are these like, are like dry, like dry sex with like girls with these like sh completely bare vulvas and like fake boobs and these guys with these like really unrealistic dicks, you're going to be like, wow, I'll never measure up. Or like, 
this is, I guess that's how I'm supposed to look. Or, oh, I guess that's how I'm supposed to sound during sex because you don't know any better. Right. Yeah. And then especially like for women, I feel like so much of porn is just uh, a woman taking on a submissive role, which I feel like isn't fair. Yes, absolutely. You have a lot of that. It's a lot of like mainstream, a lot of, I'll get into how porn is evolving in a minute, but like a lot of mainstream porn, it's this like whole punish fucking thing of women. It's like this, you see like the words that are used to like describe these videos. It's like destroy, like tear Mm -hmm. apart. And like all of these like really, like really intense, like anti-woman, like male perspective only views of sex. And so it's like this, this submission and like degradation of women, which is like leads to all kinds of fucked up beliefs about like how you're supposed to have sex with them. Like you've like, I've heard people who have had, who've been like choking people on a first date because they just thought that's what they're supposed to do. Jesus. (laughs) Just thinking everyone enjoys that. Oh my God. Yeah. Like thinking it's just like part of sex. Like let me just choke you without asking or knowing what I'm doing. Yeah. It's really scary. Yeah, that's kind of terrifying. Can't be choking on the first date. You can't choke someone without asking them ever. Yeah, that's not... That's, that's. But yeah, and especially for a woman too, it's just like you just think when you put yourself in that position, even if you're like, I want to have a one-night stand tonight because there's nothing wrong with that, but like, just how much more vulnerable like a woman in that position is because you're just giving up you know power in a sense to a man who could do something like that and you may not be able to do anything about it that's terrifying to think about yeah no it's 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 not it's not great yeah but you were talking about how porn was evolving what did you mean by that oh yeah so a lot so as i had mentioned like a lot of mainstream porn is that kind of like you know anti-woman like very degrading towards women it's it's only really taking the the male perspective it's always so dry i was kind of perusing uh i was perusing some porn hub yesterday and all i couldn't watch anything because everything was too many dry sex scenes what do you mean by dry yeah what does dry mean exactly like like no lube they like they're the woman is like never aroused so it's so dry oh like literally dry like yeah literally physically dry and i'm like oh that cannot be that cannot be comfortable so, th- so you, this is a, a quick side note, but you seem like an advocate for lube, which I feel like oh in my, everyday oh life, yeah. maybe a lot of people oh, aren't. Lube. The wetter, the better. Use it. Have it in your purse. Have it in your backpack. Have it in your nightside table. Have it in your glove compartment. Have it in your girlfriend's glove compartment. <laughs> boyfriend's glove compartment. Have it in your sock. This is mad lube. Your- <laughs> this is a lot of lube. Put it in your, put it everywhere. So you have it available. How often? This is that's a ton of lube. You probably that's. I feel like you got to put a tarp down and have sex with all this lube. I meant like bottles of lube. Get your head out of the gutter. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, <laughs> not though, loose like, lube. If you're all lubed up, though, like you're not bi- you're not lubing your whole body. I know that, but I'm saying, you don't think there's residue of lube sometimes? I mean, I guess you deal with what it. What are your policies, Joe? What am I? What? How, like, are do you not clean stuff properly? What do you mean lube residue? No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like if there is if there is uh 
bottles of lube literally everywhere in my socks, like whatever. And and during and during intercourse, we are incorporating lube. I do think there is a chance that some lube could get on your bed sheets, and then if you're constantly oh, yeah. using it. It's called washing them. Yeah. Do you use lube? Because you strike me as someone who doesn't. I'm not saying well, I do, but you definitely seem like you don't. I have used lube before. I don't use lube. Like I'm not gonna. Like not using lube. Huh? Kind of vibe. You're kind of giving me a I don't use lube vibe, which is freaking me out. Listen, I I never thought about lube this much. I remember someone actually told us a while ago. Me and Greg did an episode, and, so, and the girl was telling us like you got to use lube. I I'll be honest. I've used lube maybe three times in my entire life. I'm so sorry for all your sexual partners. Should I raise them? <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, but don't, okay. don't leave me on an island, Greg. What? You're no, you don't use lube either. Say I got lube in my sock right no, now. No, you don't. Okay, no, I don't. I don't. I don't use lube, but I'm very. Oh my god! <laughs> if it, if it's any consolation, I am very aware of the clitoris. I'm very aware of the clitoris. Yeah, for I'm all hands. I'm like 10 percent dick, like 90 percent hands. Okay, that's 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 uh. <laughs> Maybe I could bring uh, that ratio close. No, I'm, but I'm like, I'm, yeah, and I'm like 80% <laughs> mouth. No, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm It's not even like you, if you, if you're, if it's working for you and like everything's wet down there and you're having proper foreplay, mm -hmm. then okay. like you don't always need it. It's kind of like going to a party. It doesn't really matter how you got there. It's really that you went and you had a good time. Okay. Right. Okay. So you're talking about taking an Uber and I'm over here walking to the party. You're just, you know, you're getting there faster. there. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. Yeah. But I am curious, like, okay, you are, I like an advocate for lube seems like an understatement after the past five minutes. So like, I need to go get lube. I'm but, worried. But what, what about I lube? Am. Like when you say, I feel sorry for your sexual partner. Like I'm, I'm obviously curious in the woman's perspective here. Um, why do you feel I'm, like I'm, lube is I'm so important? But also kind of not. Um, just because I mean, 75% of women will have painful intercourse at some point in their lives. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that can be avoided just by using lubricant because like, we also have this idea that like if you use lube, then there must be something wrong with you or like because you yeah. don't get quote wet enough. But really lube can only be like a sexual enhancer. It's never like there's no such thing as being too wet. So it doesn't hurt to have it or to use it. Now, and I think you should have it available. But, and also there's like there's a southern thing called arousal nonconcordance, which is like maybe you're brain is really turned on, but like your body hasn't gotten there yet, mm. which can happen for a lot, a lot of female bodied people. So like if you're not if you're you're really rearing to go, but your body's like not hasn't really caught up to that level yet, lube can be a way to get you there so that you're not jumping the gun and possibly causing tearing or bleeding or pain. Jeez. Okay. How would you suggest using lube? That kind of question. I know. I mean, like, thank you. I'm you saying, I, uh, first of all, I'm being judged by a sexologist. This is terrible. No. Out of all questions. I'm saying, though, if someone if someone wanted to start incorporating lube, how would one go about that? Like how to communicate it? How to communicate it, how to apply it. Like, what are we talking about? Right. If you have a girl who's not asking you to use lube. I think pretty straightforward. It's like, you know, you just use a bit. Um. You're using condoms inside and outside of a condom because then you'll Wait, what? minimize if you use use it on the inside of a condom and on the outside like put it on the penis or toy first and then put the condom on and then put it on it whoa interesting wait Make i feel like that would be dangerous like that thing would just slide right off 
what are you using like magnums <laughs> you shouldn't be because yeah. that's, that's the only way that that's going to be that's the only time that's going to happen is if you're using a condom doesn't fit you i think in your mind you're picturing like however much lube you're picturing i'm not picturing that no no, no. down i'm not i'm really not i, w- I was the question about the sheets and everything was a, a little bit of a joke but I, you know what the hell? all right do you, are you joking too because you said put lube in your sock she wasn't joking i'm kind of kidding but also not really like if i had one of those one of my aunts to go on the to-go packs and i didn't bring a purse like yeah it's going in my sock okay okay all well right. she's lubed up and now I'm going to lube up for you because of how you're so adamant about it and you've sold me on it, okay? I'm going to lube so up for you. Wow. <laughs> She's honored. <laughs> um, you guys brand recommendations. Yeah. Actually, I would love that, like, at the end of the show um, to, like, run through any, like, of the, the products that, like, you specifically, like, use or recommend. I think that would be cool for listeners. Awesome. Yeah. I actually have another question. So, uh when it comes to to sex what would you say are the few if there is that many like common misconceptions that people are totally wrong about but like you're like all right that's not really how it is this is how it is i mean there's there's so many um i mean like for instance you know there's like the whole idea that like men get hornier than women which is just absolutely Mm. inaccurate like women get just as horny as men do um there's also like the i mean like what kind of like what kind of myths have you guys heard or i know one i know so many guys in my life who believe correct me if i'm wrong that you can like stretch a vagina through sex oh that is not that's not true right like you cannot have babies (laughs) exactly it's like your cheek like pull on your cheek it goes through your vagina and it can bounce back to completely the way it was before your little pencil dick is not going to stretch it out <laughs> yeah no hey that's true but there's a lot of guys out there who who think that and it, it does not stretch out from sex that is yeah. just not true also i think like uh, uh one thing i've heard from from women is like they they don't enjoy when guys are just like jackhammering away they don't right I mean, some do. That's that's. I can't make st- I can't make generalizations like that. Some people do really like that, but um, for the most part, I mean, I, that might a lot of that's theatrics. If if you're like mm-hmm. into that, there's sort also of thing. The, there's the conception that hard means fast. That's not mm. the same. I think thing. hard means depth sometimes. Deep. Yeah. Let's go. You know. Let's go. We got one right. Yeah. <laughs> There we go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, do you have any any more questions before we move on to the um, special do I have any part? Any more questions? Um, is there any other body part that people might not know about mm. that is very stimulating for a woman or a man? Yeah, I mean, uh, women and male and men and women like they share pretty much the same set of erogenous zones. But um, did you guys know that? stimulating the nipples actually lights up in the same place in the brain as does touching genitals mm. wow okay so they're even ish yeah well they're well. not yeah sort of like the uh the reward center is what lights up and like the pleasure center and so if you it all kind of connects yeah so your brain is your biggest sex organ <laughs> is 
Is there any other body part? Like, is there like an ear thing ear or lobe. like a neck thing? Or, you know, is there like other zones um, that people wouldn't? Like ears are neurologists know, necks, um, inner thighs, lower back. Um, but pretty much what's an interesting thing about erogenous zones is that pretty much anywhere can be an erogenous zone. Um, it really just depends on how you like to be touched. Like someone might have really ticklish feet and like fucking hate that, but somebody else might get a foot massage and be like so turned on. Yeah, yeah. I also and think, like, oh no, go ahead. I was gonna say our pleasure center in our brain is like, so basically like your spine works as like the international message, the interbodily, not international, interbodily, sorry. Uh, messenger center for s signals that your brain is sending to different parts of your body. Mm -hmm. So it's in this kind of constant feedback, feedback loop. So if your brain says you're turned on, it sends signals down your spine to like your genitals to flush, to flush, to get hard or wet and to like flush to think like, if you're a woman. Um, and if your body is turned on, it sends messages to the brain that you're turned on, which then makes your brain feel pleasure which then sends the signal back to your genitals so it's like a it's a just a loop yeah and it is here. amazing when you think about that like the physical stimula stimulation that occurs because of mental stimulation and then that circuit that repeats yeah yeah the sexual response cycle is a was originally considered uh to start as was considered linear and it was started with arousal but then now it's considered circular with desire mm -hmm. to be the first step in arousal but for a lot of people it's like not necessarily in any specific order as to where you start to feel physically aroused or mentally aroused it can right. be like it's like the chicken or the egg hmm. yeah yeah um i also think a misconception a lot of guys have is that nipples are just like these magical buttons that you can like press and arousal will happen right away but like I feel like nipples could be really sensitive and it could almost be painful if you're like you're not aroused and they're like touched or played with. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think that being really, you have to be really gentle with them and with like, like you would like a clitoris. You don't just want to like go like smacking it like when or doing, never, never smack it unless someone wants it to be tapped. Um, but, but like getting, like doing really intense like sexual touching to somebody's, uh, genitals when they're not aroused and and their nipples when they're not aroused like yeah it can be like painful like too too sensitive to be pleasurable right so you have right. to think i actually read something once that there's a small percentage of women that can achieve orgasm just through their nipples oh yeah that is true um it's a lot of it is because like the same area of your brain lights up is when you're having your general stimulated so that you're sending those same like pleasure uh signals from the brain down to the nipples that it gets your genitals aroused and that can often like lead to orgasm another thing that i'm actually just putting together because of the information that you've given me like uh you're saying that 90 percent of um orgasms don't come through intercourse um and it's mostly like pressure based is that why <clears throat> women uh, who enjoy anal sex can have orgasms because I'm assuming there's like a lot of pressure involved with that. Um, uh, so basically the clitoris is actually, it's really quite similar to the penis, except it's not just like the little nub you see on the top of the vulva. It extends into the 
below the labia and towards the pubic bone, it can go up, it can be up to five inches in some women. Um, and so when you are having, um, so basically the way it works with anal sex is like the internal clitoris, it's like six cents back into the pubic bone and the rectal wall and the vaginal wall actually share a really thin membrane. So when a woman has orgasms through anal, it's usually because her, her anterior fornic, fornix or a spot is being stimulated, which is the very back end of the clitoris. And it's being indirectly oh. through the rectal wall. Wow. Wow. Okay. Speaking of that, rectal walls and such, uh, are we, me and Joe, or any other, anyone else out there, are we missing out if we're not incorporating the prostate? Because I've heard that. It's honestly, yes. In some ways, like if you've gotten, had it, milk, it's called prostate milking, which is such a gross term. Prostate but milking? Yeah, you've never heard of that? I've heard milking. Yeah. It doesn't even get me started. It sounds so gnarly. Um, it's a gross term. <laughs> um, so like prostate massage, I, it's prostate massage is like the more contemporary way of, way of calling it. Having your prostate massage can be very pleasurable, but the the idea that it's like it is absolutely for everyone is not true. Mm. I definitely think all guys should try it and see if they're into it and, and definitely give it some practice and some exploration. But that being said, not everybody likes it. How would a guy ask for that? <laughs> I mean, I would just be straightforward about it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and. Getting started with it's really easy. I definitely re recommend like small prostate massagers and just kind of. Oh, like toys? Yeah. Oh. Toys are great for that. Because a lot a lot of the apprehension I feel like for from female, female, females, women who I, who I uh, talk to, it's like they don't want to put their fingers up anyone's butt and like, that's that, fine. Yeah. Okay. Very like, fair. Because that, that, that yeah. was kind of my question is like if the, if your partner's like maybe i don't want to do that how can like I mean, what are ways to lot. engage that I think it's like especially um especially like women are a little bit apprehensive about trying it's like a lot of us have like really long nails <laughs> so like the idea of like doing that it's like that's not gonna happen yeah uh, my nails are going nowhere near that so yeah. a, <laughs> a, a, can be a really great thing to use in that situation because like you can just like put it in and then do other sex stuff and your prostate's being massaged without having to do anything and wow. that also takes the pressure off of like doing it right or like you know like wait it just goes in there and just does its thing it's like that vacuum that like <laughs> just cleans our yeah, whole so apartment so like you have two anal rings you have the outer anal ring which like you have control over it's like if you ever like squeezed your butthole, like, you know how like you, you can tense it. Yeah. Um, but the inner ring is like, is like a vacuum. So that's kind of, that's why you see, you know, you have here like the crazy, I don't know if you've ever heard these, but like the, the horror stories of people who go into the ER and they've put something up their ass and it's like go gone without a trace. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's always a gerbil for some reason. It's, like, they're like a gerbil, it's like a, a statue of the Eiffel Tower. It's like all kinds of like things. You're not supposed to be <laughs> yeah. But like, so that, that ring, you don't have control over. And it basically like will suck anything up and it'll take it with you. It's why you don't want to use a, you don't want to use a butt toy that doesn't have a flared base. Most, most of them do now. Like I, it's kind of hard to find one that's, that's designed for your butt that doesn't have the flared base. It's so that your, your second ring doesn't take it, take it, take, take it away. So, so like if you, <laughs> that's 
Yeah, no, take, I had take no this. idea. Yo, I had no idea that my ass was like a thief. You yeah. just steal like a, from a me. black hole. It'll be, it'll be gone. I didn't like, know I was walking around with two rings my whole life. Now it makes sense why like butt plugs have that base. Is that what you mean by a, a yeah flared base? Yeah, I guess that's what, that's what the base is for. It's to like hold it in place. So you can actually you can just pop it in and kind of like go about your business wow. because it's like it won't it won't go anywhere. That's like a pacifier for your ass then. Yeah, right. A little bit. I the guess. shape. Wow. That makes so much sense for the shape, though. I never, never really understood that. Yeah. And I just never thought oh, about it. Like that. It's so scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was terrifying. Thank God you said that. Wow. <laughs> All right. Beware of the second ring. Yeah. <laughs> That's. I just had no idea. Yeah. Um. Wow. Okay. Bilbo Baggins. All right. Yeah. <laughs> One ring that rules yeah, them yeah. all. Yeah. One ring that rules them all. <laughs> I feel like never mind. Oh, no. I was gonna say we should, wow. Never mind. Don't say. But now I have say. to say. Oh, don't say it. I was just gonna say like I just imagined us having like a ring fight or something. Okay. Or like, Thank you, Greg, for saying what you shouldn't have said. So okay, we've covered we've covered a lot of topics, um, which is awesome. I think we want to hone in on something specific for the second half of the show. Um, you know, one thing that we found really interesting that you offer i guess as like a, a class is um sexting so like the idea of sexting and dirty talk which is really interesting because i think one sexting is something that like is so new mm -hmm. i mean technology i mean sexting only exists because of technology right um so it's a new science if you will for arousal and sexuality um but it's also something that I mean, I know personally, and Joe, I don't know how you feel about this, but like, I, I want to say I'm a good sexter. I don't know what that means. I, that's, I just want to say that I am, but like, I, but, sure it, you are. but it doesn't translate. Well, thank you. But it doesn't <laughs> translate. I don't think sexting would translate to like me being able to like dirty talk in the bedroom either. Cause that's not something that I'm like, I just don't do it too often. Mm. Okay. But the point is, uh, what we're going to do is kind of have you walk us through, I guess, a, a workshop for these things. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's interesting. I mean, uh, the, the workshop I teach is specifically on sexting, but like we do touch a lot on dirty talk because I like to think of sexting as kind of like the, the foreplay for dirty talk. Yeah. Because it's like a really good way to kind of test some stuff out before you say it, because it can be kind of nerve wracking to, to talk about, I don't know, like some fantasy that you've had or like open up. If you've not somebody who's like very adept at, or a very, a natural dirty talker, it can be kind of uncomfortable because you don't, the biggest fear we have is that our partner be like, why did you say that? <laughs> so yeah. like, it, whoa, it, who are you dude? So why that, would you that's the say thing that? but it can be such a change from like your normal demeanor and personality right but i think that happens for everyone well, naturally exactly. i mean personally i'm like the person you are in bed is like t usually totally different than the person you are in life but not yeah. everybody like is like i mean not everybody's me so i mean <laughs> i do i don't choose to do this professionally right probably why yeah um, but let's yeah but sexting i think is you're right that that is kind of like the foreplay of dirty talk so i think we're super yeah, interested in kind of learning about sexting and yeah, sexting is a really good way to like explore different fantasies and different 
um, try on different hats from a distance. So like you can, if you want, if you were interested, and it's also a really good way to like test out certain things that you may want to try like sexually, not necessarily dirty talk, but also like if you wanted to try some light bondage, it's a really good opportunity to be like, oh, I would really love to tie you up like over sexting. And that way you can see how your partner responds and then you can gauge interest level based on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also sexting is a really good opportunity to like, it's almost like creating your own erotica because like you're, you can explore stuff in sexting and fantasy like that you maybe wouldn't want to try in real life. Like yeah. you could do a whole sexting like for instance like i'm just gonna, I'm gonna come up with an example like you could be sexing someone and you could tell them to come on your face via sext but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to like go and let them do that you know what i mean right right so, like, because it can create arousal even if it's not the action you'd participate in just maybe even taking it to that extreme through text is just something that makes you more aroused exactly it's like it's a it's a fun way to kind of like get really raunchy with it if you're like not somebody who's trying to do that in real life so um that's like one of the reasons it's like fun to do um and it's also like people have again it's like the whole the biggest fear is like that we're going to get rejected right so like it's important to go into sexting like as the recipient and as the giver of of sexts like knowing that it's like all it's all fun and it's like okay to be silly and if it's awkward like that's fine your partner probably feels awkward too yeah so we shouldn't be taking ourselves super seriously with it i feel like that's like the biggest takeaway from all of it is like don't worry so much about how like awkward it is it's like just have fun with it yeah and like be and like be okay with that and if, if you write something or your partner sends you something and it's like shocking it's like it's okay to laugh like it's like wow that was unexpected yeah um, you kind of get you kind of get that shock value you've gotten the shock out of the way so if you want to bring that up in dirty talk it's like oh i already heard this before so it's like not i'm not gonna like start laughing because it's so ridiculous you know right yeah um and so basically like the main rule for like being a for like sending a sext is like the more adjectives you use the dirtier the sext becomes okay so that's like a really like that's sort of like the general rule of thumb it's like if you write a sext and then you're like i want to make this like raunchier just add a bunch of adjectives so okay. like that's, that's really like that's the way to go i also like i just love that there's like classes for this and ways to to teach it and then that there's people like interested in stepping up their game that's yeah, so cool yeah. but it is such a i mean we communicate through text like 99 percent of the yeah. time it makes so much sense yeah um yeah. yeah and it gives you such a good opportunity to like try things that are outside of your comfort zone and yeah. outside of your box and like to it's a really good place where you can actually get pretty graphic because it's mostly visual so it's all words it's not like you're sending porn clips i mean you might be but like in most cases it's like all it's all verbal so it's like you can get extra gross with it because it's like you're creating the image in their head via words as opposed to like visual graphics, if that makes sense. Right. So before we got on the call, you sent us a document. We just opened it now on our phones for the first time. I see that it's titled The Sexting Worksheet. Um, so I guess is this kind of like an, an exercise that yeah, we're going to do? Yeah, so, exactly. So basically the, what I do with clients and with uh, workshops is like we use this sexting. You have your dirty word cloud 
Um, Adjectives, your verbs, and your nouns. And then you have three different types of sex, um, which are just just three of them. There's like a bunch more, but for this, for the purpose of this workshop. Okay. Um, There's the compliment, which is like when you are complimenting your partner on something that they're either doing to you in the sexual scene you've created or complimenting something they've done in the past that's trying to get a sexual conversation started. There is anticipation, which is where you're sexing your partner something that you want to do to them later Mm -hmm. on. So you're setting up anticipatory feelings for that sexual situation you're going to have like together later. And it can also get a sexting conversation going, which is very fun. Okay. Um, And it's sort of like your foreplay for later and your foreplay for dirty talk. And then the last one is the request, which is where you are asking your partner to let you do something to them or you are asking them to do something to you. I have a question for you, Joe, as I look at this exercise. Okay. Which also, wow, this is going to get dirty, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I'm just looking at these... um, I guess like the the different scenarios here. Do you find it easier to tell someone what you want to do to them or to request something from someone? Um, I don't know if I have an answer to that. I like to think there's a there's a nice balance there because I don't have an answer that comes to mind when you ask me that. So I do think there is an even yeah sort of for some reason I look at this and it feels so much easier for me to like say what I'm gonna do to someone than ask for something for some reason. I don't know why. I just I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll find out. Maybe. Um, okay. This is going to be really fun and interesting, by the way, looking at this word bank right now. Yeah. Um, so, Gigi, do you want to, I guess, w- walk us through how this exercise works? Sure. Okay. So, you have your dirty word bank that you guys both have, yeah. um, your ver- adjectives and your nouns. So, the way it works is like each of you should, I'm just going to randomly assign you uh assign you one greg you take option one and joe you take option three okay i'm gonna take like where the parentheses it says ver like i love it when you verb my adjective noun got it from the word bank so i'm doing that one i love it when you verb my adjective noun you're so good at verbing my noun nice who's doing which i'm doing three you're doing three yeah i'm doing one okay Okay. All right. So, so we're gonna pick the words right now. Um, I got, I got, I could go. What? Did you study this before? No, I mean, I think that first thing that popped into my mind just happened to be in in the in the word bank. Let's see it. All right. So I'm gonna go with. Wait, hold on. Let me make sure that they're. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're so good at riding my cock. Okay. How's that? That was good. That was good. There you go. Yeah. I think it's... I flip-flop back and forth with cock and dick, though. I was going to ask that. Yeah. What did you say? I flip-flop back and forth between cock and dick. That's fine. Yeah. There's some There's some other... There's some weird ones on here, though. Like member. I don't you know. You wouldn't if say would, member. I, would, I wouldn't say that. I mean, some people would. You don't know. Yeah. That's why you have options. I like yours because of its simplicity. It just sounds like how you would talk. Like... It's just so straightforward. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love it when you ride my hard cock. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the idea is that the options are there so that you can take them with you, like, into your actual sexting conversations and be like, I don't know. I want to send something, but I don't know what to say. And you're just like, oh, I'll just grab, I'll grab from the options. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just remember the worksheet. 
<laughs> Remember the worksheets? Yes. I just put the... <laughs> okay, go ahead. I would love to hear this. I just put one together that... It, oh, my God. I can't believe I'm about to say this. Go ahead. <laughs> it's going to sound weird. No, no, no. It's fine. But do, Gigi's going to appreciate it. There's no judging here. I'm on, I'm all for it. Yeah. The, the whole thing is empathy for each other, y'all. Yeah. The reason that I picked this one that I'm about to say is because I genuinely, it's something I feel like I like recently discovered. Okay. Mom, stop listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to sound like the worst option, but I was just looking at the words and I put together. <laughs> Here we go. I love it when you grab my tight butt. Okay. <laughs> you like to I get that. I was really something way more intense than that. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like. It's not intense. It's like intimate. And I don't mean like grab your butt. I don't mean just like grab my butt. But I think there's pull something. Pull you deeper. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, pull your, this guy your pull your ass deeper. Bro, I'm on your side. Don't okay. worry about it. Don't okay. be scared. But look, that's that's just me being honest out here. Yeah, I mean, you being so shy is like 90% of people when they're doing this shit. Well, the word, maybe I wouldn't say the word butt. That sounded a little weird. Ass. I should have said ass. Like now you can go back and be like, hmm, noted. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I'll go ask. Love it when time. you grab my tight ass. And I'm complimenting myself at the same time. Yeah, you called it tight. So, <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, but being like, I know it's great. So do you. I mean, what am I going to say? Throbbing ass? No, you're not going to. Th- your ass doesn't throb? No. Oh, muscular's on here. But that's a little too much of a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my perfect ass. <laughs> Sculpted. <laughs> Sculpted. <laughs> That's great. Um, oh, okay, okay. I'm getting into this. There you go. What else we got? I don't know. I thought you were going to say something like, I don't even know, man. I'm trying to look at these these verbs. No, I felt to... like mine was crazy because it was so not crazy. You crazy kids. Okay. <laughs> Anticipation. Greg, you take two and Joe take three. So Greg is going to do, I really want to verb your noun later. And Joe's going to do, if you're not good, I'm going to fill in the blank. Now you get to be real creative. Ooh. Ooh. How do we feel about cursing? You can totally curse. Why would you not be able to curse? Okay, oh. I'm just saying because I'm a big that's cursor. not the time to be a good Catholic boy. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I, I didn't know if we only had to use words in the word bank. I wanted to throw a curse in there. No, you can throw a curse in there. It's fill in the blank. These are like your, you can look at the word bank and like get some inspo, but you have to like, now you have to use your imagination. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I really should I go first or you want to go first? I feel like you you have yours quick. I mean, I just, maybe I'm a slow reader. I try to, I try to, you know what? But I'm not. This just says no. Film. I'm not trying to overthink it. I'm just. Oh going wait, can it. I? Do I have to use the word bank? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Damn. <laughs> wait, did you not do that for your first one? They no, just I did. I did. To... I did. Oh. I mean, you maybe, maybe after this happened. exercise, we could put together. We could like be so advanced that we're outside of the word bank. But let's use the word bank. Um, okay. Um, Remember, the more adjectives, the better. Yeah, the more adjectives, the better. I'm trying to think of, like, what mode I want to set. Because I got two in my head right now. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I Like, the first thing that came to my head is, like, if you're not good, I'm going to pound your fucking pussy. Holy shit. Yeah, that was the first one. <laughs> Dude. Right? So that's the first one. Okay. But then when I reread the sentence, it's like, if you're not good, I'm going to. And now I'm like, okay, now this seems like something 
that you're taking away. And there's like a little teasing going on here, you know, and it's not a like reward kind of sentence. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm getting. I'm picking up. I'm trying to learn here. <laughs> um, and then I have if you're not good, I'm going to well, fuck. Well, I lost it now. Where's the word bank? I'm gonna I'm gonna slap your ass or something, but I was gonna I didn't know like I'm trying to look for adjectives now, but I didn't want to like fuck it up, because now I lost the word that I had. But I'm looking at like tender and like I would never say that. That's like a little crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but it was something about like slapping ass. Like if you're not good, I'm gonna slap your ass. Okay. But the first one that popped in my head was I'm gonna pound your fucking pussy. I mean, I appreciate both of those sentiments. Like, see, it's so they're both so different yeah those are different yeah one of them's like pleasure based and the other one's like i'm gonna it's not it's like you know i'm gonna start it up you know what i'm saying i'm gonna get the you know let the car warm up or something (laughs) yeah i'm feeling a little like sensual foreplay right now so mine is uh i really want to suck your nipples later (laughs) not tits not boobs something about a nipple just the nipple by itself I would want to point that out. And I like, I, I love, I just love, I just love that. You love sucking nips? Yeah. I'm a big nip guy. Dude, sucking nips is like the best. Yeah. It's one of my favorite pastimes. I would have went tits though. And I don't mean to be disrespectful with tits because I know that could come off as very like frat boy kind of thing. Yeah. But I just feel like I turn into this, like I'm, I'm more of a. You're se- you seem a little... I'm a dominant dude. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like an angry talker. I'm like, call them my tits. We're what? having something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just feeling <laughs> like... Like if some... Honestly, it's like somebody... It's like this is my own personal preference, my own personal life. But if somebody tries to say like breasts to me... Oh, hell oh, no. come on. Yeah, like my breasts? Like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. What, what, is you, what is this, King Henry I'm sexting with? Why not faster than the Sahara Desert? <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling. I'm in the like these breasts. Like dim the lights, light a candle mood. Take your time. Yeah. So that's why I'm going nipples, not tits. Okay. I'm, I'm for it. I'm for it. Yeah. Okay. Last one. I oh, know that it was last one. Just kidding. Uh, oh no, this one. No, that was last. The request. The request. Oh, the request. Oh. I'm on. It. I read it on my. It was in front of me, and I thought that's what, that's what we had just done. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So this is like. The request, which is like you're asking someone to do something or you're asking them to do something to you. Mm. So who did the creative one last time? The creative? What you does did. that mean? You did. You had the fill in the blank one? Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. Then who is that, Joe? Yes, that's me, Joe. Okay, Greg, you take the I want fill in the blank one. Ooh, okay. I'll get creative. I want fill in the blank. And then, Joe, you do number two. Will you verb your my on in your my noun. <laughs> Ooh, I like this. Okay, That's tricky, tricky wordplay. I have mine already. I have mine too, but I don't know if my if a noun is here that I. Oh wait, need. if I'm if I'm filling in the blank creatively, do I have to use the word? You bank? don't have to use the word bank if you don't want to. Okay, fuck that. Uh, I'll do. <laughs> I'll do. Uh. Oh wait, hold on. I fucked this up. All right, you go. You go. You go. First thing that came to mind. Totally fuck the candle in the dim lights. I just said. I want to fuck you against a wall. There you go. Yes, I changed. That's, that's the spirit. I changed, I guys. I want to fuck you against the wall. Now, now you're, that's in, how now, I get now you're in my bedroom, baby. That, <laughs> now I'm on your wall. <laughs> yeah. Now you're, uh, yeah. God, let's shut the lights off. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no. So I have, will you verb your... 
on my okay will you oh this is some tricky this is a tricky one you got i'm not gonna say you're i will say will you sit that pussy on my face damn yeah yeah see there we go nice already as this keeps going we're definitely we're just gonna get so aggressive (laughs) yeah you should you should hear when i'm doing this class like by the because like i usually have like 20 people in the workshop and so we'll go around and everyone will read like their favorite option from the exercise and by the by the request people are saying the dirtiest shit yeah will be like i will you rub my back and then you'll get to the request and they're like fuck they're like oh shit. like suck my like, fucking ass they're like, they're like they're like they go from like touching someone's breasts to like eating ass suck like, me wow. into your second ring <laughs> uh <laughs> suck me into your second ring no but that's cool because i like i i feel like i was just like the perfect like client for this because yeah. i think i started off tender and i really started to like yeah and then you pick threw up, up against the wall and it got fun yeah, and like journey with me yeah that that was a journey i'm also i like the idea of like there's so many in this word bank that like you could make some crazy stuff like i want to sh- i want to fondle your tender muffin that's one of them that you could often do. <laughs> yeah. I want to yeah, caress I mean, your I mean, dripping dick. Oh, wow. This is, this is good. This is good stuff. Um, I need to add that one. <laughs> you made this yourself? Yes. You're a savage, Gigi. There you go. Um, <laughs> so when you do classes like this, um, I mean, is it, just kind of a totally different like diverse people that come in is it people who are typically like a little more timid and and really start like coming out of their shells to like sex more with partners yeah, I get, like I get kind of like two camps of people i get like people who are genuinely like very timid and are like there to learn and then i have like bachelorette parties <laughs> right that makes sense yeah too. and they're like are you gonna teach us how to like suck penis and yeah. you're like nah dude like this is and, and I also my my workshops are BYOB, so like by the end of them, they are like rock. Like, like it's so like lit. Yeah, that's actually like crunchy. That's, that's really fun. That's but, actually a ama- like a BYOB sexology class. Is, sounds amazing. Yeah. No, that that sounds awesome. And really, like even if it is like the bachelorette party and they're drinking and they're having fun, like it's it's still the end goal. You're still like helping destigmatize okay. sexuality and. Most- group because like when you're in a bachelor party like you're already in that mindset of being like i don't give a fuck i am here to see some dick and <laughs> do some weird shit yeah so, but like, people probably get a lot out of this too which is cool and 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 like find things that maybe they wouldn't be comfortable saying maybe them just going through your class and saying it helps them then say it like in a real life situation with a partner which is cool yeah and i find that a lot of people are like they feel much more confident in their sexting skills and they feel like they can bring this stuff up with a partner more easily which is great yeah and there's a lot of a lot more empathy for having done this in a group setting and it's like that you feel like you are there you can give feedback and receive feedback in a much less like emotionally fraught like sensitive way which is really mm-hmm. good and that just makes everybody better at sexting and dirty talking yeah no i this this was a, a fun journey and a fun exercise yeah um thanks for answering you know i think our kind of random questions in the beginning (laughs) but definitely want to give you a chance to um let the listeners know where they can find you 
Um, you have a book coming out. Congrats on that, which is awesome. So let them know about that. Um, and yeah, I guess if they want to follow you on social, if they want to, you know, take any of your classes, uh, give them the rundown. Yeah, absolutely. The, so the way the best place to follow me is on is that my you can find my stuff at my website, which is MissGGangle.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm GGangle on both of those. And I have a book coming out, which you can also find on my website. Um, All the Fucking Mistakes, A Guide to Sex, Love, and Life, which is coming out a week from today, actually. Nice. That is an awesome title. By the way, by the time this episode comes out, this book is going to be out. So get your hands on it. Okay. So all, all the Fucking Mistakes, amazing title. Yeah, I love that um, title and so it's much. G G Angle, E-N-G-L-E. Um, thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, guys. This was really fun. I very rarely agree to be on podcasts with straight men because y'all are trash a lot of the time. You guys Facts. Are great. Facts. Nice. We did well. We We're try glad. to be we try to be educated. We yeah. try. We have a lot to learn, but you know, at least we can admit that, right? Yeah, now go get some lube. Yeah, I'm gonna go lube, lube up for sure. Up. All in my socks. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Okay, bye guys. Bye. See ya. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew, and Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So what Blue Chew is going to do, it's going to give you that mojo, as they say. Um, It's going to make sex better. It's going to make you a little better at sex. Yeah, it's definitely going to enhance your performance. Yeah, and uh, it is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to a doctor's office. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. So there's nothing awkward about this. Um, you simply order it, and it comes directly to you. No one has to know. Um, but, you know, this is also uh, for anyone, you know, not just uh, someone who's having issues in bed. Um, it could just be for anyone who kind of wants to improve their sexual experience. And everyone wants to do that, okay? So all you have to do is visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code OPL. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, you can try this for free. Just go to bluechew.com and uh, use the promo code OPL. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, and the promo code is OPL to try it. For free. Our next sponsor is Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system, okay? And everyone wants to keep their home safe. So everyone, in theory, needs Simply Safe. Um, it blankets your home home your whole home safely. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home, outdoor cameras, doorbell alerts, um, so you can see anyone who's uh you know, you you get alerts anytime someone's approaching your home. Um Entry, motion, and glass uh, break sensors. Um, it's all good. I mean, I have a Simply Safe uh, system that they sent me, and I use it all the time. Like it's 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 amazing to know like when people are coming, or you know, you could put it in certain areas so you know if a window goes up, then you're alerted. It just it keeps everything safe, okay? And anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there's absolutely no trade-offs for your safety, okay? Um, and the best part is there's no contracts, and it's only 50 cents a day. 50 cents a day for, for home security. And all you need to do is go to simplysafe.com slash OPL. And that's simply S-I-M-P-L-I 
safe.com slash OPL and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. So literally, you've got absolutely nothing to lose here with a 60-day risk-free trial. Go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash OPL. That's simplysafe.com slash OPL. That was a really fun episode. That was fun. I feel like, and yo, you honestly, like you said, I think you were the perfect kind of like person for that thing because like you did, like you started out and you're like, I don't want to go too crazy. And that's why I was like, you know what? I'm going to volunteer to go first because I know I'm going to set this off. Yeah. I was also taking it like very literally of like my life now with like, you know, I know what like. No, I tried to say things that I would say. Right. Okay. You know, like I'm going to fucking pound that. Like I would yeah. like. You got the, a dungeon in there? I, don't, I mean, I can't, you know, I'm not pounding anybody, but I'm, I'm also going <laughs> to say it though. Yeah. You don't have that stamina, but. Yeah. I don't, you know, listen. I've um, seen you box. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah. So, I mean, I thought it was like cool because even in, we did three questions, dude. Yeah. And the beginning and the end so, was totally so different. night and day. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I want to like, I went from you. getting my tight butt grabbed to just pounding against a wall. So I forgot about that. <laughs> I want to tell I want you to grab my tight butt. <laughs> it's, I was honest. I got a tidy. Dude, be honest with it, you know? And it's one of those things that, like, I could sit here and be like, oh, man, a dude being like, yo, grab my ass is a little like, uh, dude. But at the same time, whatever gets you going, bro. But you also, and I also I you also, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because I... I don't mean, like, walk by me and yeah, tick, don't, tickle don't, my Don't grab cups. my ass in public like I'm, like, uh, yeah. your girlfriend or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, like, uh, but, like, when, like pull me deep it's to enhance the pelvics the, the, the pelvic pull, thrust pull me in thrustal simulation yeah that we discussed during bloges huh during yeah. bloges oh, i enjoy that a lot when, when there's a pull yeah um and then yeah you know but even this like it's cool we, we've had so many episodes around sex around sexuality we've talked to so many amazing people who um you know are in specific relationships or have fetishes but you know this was cool because it was general because mm-hmm. we're talking to someone who's you know certified and and does this for a living but yeah. i think it just goes to show that like there i don't think there's any like greater message here than like it's okay to just talk about sex and sometimes just doing it and even just laughing about it can go such a long way to just like help destigmatize these things and just talk about it more naturally in our everyday lives, in our relationships. Yeah. And we had fun with it, but it's, yeah. it, it is helpful. It, and if you feel like you haven't explored your sexuality enough and you, and you feel like you have some secrets that you are not bringing up in your relationship of like, Oh, I think I'd be into this, but I'm afraid of like how they're going to just think about this, right? What's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is you laugh over it or they go like, I'm not really into that or like whatever, if you bring it up in a serious manner. But if they're into it, and a lot of the times mm-hmm. um, in, in a relationship, people will be like, you know what? I'm not really into that, like thinking about it, but I'll try it. So then you guys get to try it. And then at, at least for me, if I was into something and someone was like, yeah, we'll try it and they weren't into it, then I wouldn't be able to be into it. Because I can't be into something that we're not both into. Right, right. Because then it doesn't it doesn't work out that way, you know? Agreed. But um, some people are, which is, you know, I find that strange. But uh, to each their own. Um, but like I said, the and the upside 
on bringing that up, like the secrets or the things that you're into in a relationship, is that now you get to have miraculous sex. Yeah. That you're truly both on the same page. I can tell you this right now. When I first started having sex with people and where I am now, I'm like, I don't even know how that was. Like, it is a different thing. Yeah, but you can probably attribute that to like, being more open-minded now yeah, or open-minded enough to have a conversation yeah. and understand that the other person has needs and wants to when oh, you're a yes. fucking teenager like you don't you're you're out for yourself and yeah, that's you're, it. yeah yeah and you think there's one way to do it right you know you're like i'm just gonna just keep yeah and you're like dude doggy just, style's the only way man yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah i i found that to be very interesting though i didn't you know yeah, that was fun. Um, that was. And now, if, even, even for all the uh, women out there who maybe aren't aware, and, and like she said, like you're, we're trying to <coughs> destigmatize the whole thing, and like a lot of women may think that, like, oh, God, like my friends are having orgasms. I'm not having orgasms um, through yeah. intercourse. But like she said, 90% of women aren't having orgasms uh, via intercourse. There needs to be some clit stimulation, mm-hmm. okay? So you get your boyfriends or your partners out there or whoever may it may be, and start, you know, not this, don't slap it, but I'm oh. saying, like, definitely get some stimulation, get some toys in there. I will say this, and I'll go on record, not a whole lot of experience with toys. No, no, no. But, super open to it. We gotta just do it. Yeah. Because we've like, said this before, I'm like, let's make get a pact. A, I'm gonna get a vibrator and just be like, let's get vibrators together. Let's order that. That I'm not gonna do. Not like, well, Amazon. <laughs> We're gonna click no, the buttons I mean, at the same the time. <laughs> Yeah, you want to go to a sex store Different and buy colors. vibrators together? It's a little strange. Yeah, it could film it. Uh, could be an interesting uh, <laughs> Santa Gata Studios. Sorry, OPL hmm. vlog. There you go. Um, yeah, because we gotta start doing these things that we're saying. Yeah, man. So let's um, go. Let's go get some. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a vibrator, and then I'm just gonna get a fucking gallon of lube, <laughs> or just like a lot of little lube, so you can have them all yeah, over yeah, your exactly. body. Um, but yeah, and look, Gigi's right. We're just a couple of straight white guys who uh you know tr- we don't have the answers but yeah. we're trying to be open-minded we're trying to learn conversations like this are awesome um definitely recommend uh following gg again it's gg g-i-g-i angle e-n-g-l-e um she's got an awesome book out called all the fucking mistakes she's got courses classes she does one-on-ones um just she knows a lot about what she's talking about. Free your mind, open it up, and even if you think you're having orgasms, they can always be better. That too. Okay, so when you have like a really good one, you're like, whoa, how did that? I almost <laughs> feel compelled to take a bunch of courses on sex because I feel like I have very little knowledge. Not that I don't know what I'm doing because I, I, if I, I'm not trying to sound cool, but I'm definitely there for the woman. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not there for me, and I know a lot of guys that are like that. That I mean, are like it could be mutual. That you're like, no, that's what I meant. No, yeah. I, it is mutual. But what I'm saying is like, I start off the sex with being like, we're gonna get this woman thing done, and then we'll get to me. Is that why does that almost sound selfish to me? What? No, not like get it done. <laughs> but I'm saying like, I would like for them to have an <laughs> orgasm with like a tool belt on. No, because at the end of the day, like I, I know f- what you're saying. I feel like when a, when a dude comes, it's like okay, sex is over. We're gonna wait until we reboot. But what if you do it at the same time? Yeah, that's what you got to get past. Sometimes the, like, that's happened, and that, my friends, is an outer body experience. But to your point, it's true. Like a double climb. Double climb is out of control. Decline. A, a dub climb. But. 
to your point, like think about how much we focus on like working out, getting better at like boxing because we're obsessed with that yeah. now, going to the gym. Like why why aren't we bettering ourselves for sex? I don't know. And that position- Because there's an ego involved of like- Well, no, I Admitting just, you don't know at all or I that just, you could be better. I just think that you, you're you like, oh, I do know. And you think you know and like whatever. Like I, I the only thing that I do know is like, definitely don't ignore this clitoris because this is the hub. Yeah. You but know, there's so but a lot of more. people don't even think like that. They're just like, I'm just going to jerk off with her body, which is, <laughs> you know, not the way to go about it. I think there's more of an experience there. And I think even those guys are missing out because even like they would benefit from this because it would be so much better for you if you put a little effort into yeah. this. And there's things that we maybe don't even know we want. Yeah. Know? I know the whole ring, second ring thing is. That's a lot. Maybe it's a lot, but. You know, it's it's like food. It's like, you know, maybe you didn't like sushi until you tried sushi. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. Yes. But I will say this. You don't just jump to eating like, you know. Like the blowfish that could kill you if yeah, it's cut the wrong like, way. You start somewhere. <laughs> like, I'm not just going to start jamming plugs in my ass or anything like that. <laughs> I you mean, know what I mean? Whatever you want to do. But. It's going to have to start with, like, pressure at <laughs> certain points, and then eventually we'll graduate. Massage. A massage yeah. of some sort, you um, know? Yeah. Look, we got a lot of thinking like, to I do. I got a but, lot of stuff to work on. But, yeah. But, <laughs> no, I think you work. make a good point is, like... You, you never reach a peak with these things. Yeah, and never. you're always changing. Your wants are always changing. Yeah. You're getting older. You're experiencing new things. So like You want to switch it up. How do you keep this part of your life evolving the as you evolve? Yeah. And that, that's interesting. And maybe we don't do enough for that. Some people do. Some people are super woke to it, but Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's we we've exercised that enough. Yes. You know, let's get let's, you know. All right, anyway. Uh, what was I gonna say? Fucking yeah! If you wanna, if you wanna be on the show, um, <coughs> go ahead, Greg. Um, if you wanna be on the show, uh, d- definitely hit up our website. Go to oplshow.com/slash/contact. There's a form there. You can send us an email, and if it fits for the show, we'll definitely reach out to you and we'll schedule something. Yep, and follow the show on Instagram at OPL Podcast. We got clips. Uh, shout out to all the patrons out there. You can go to patreon.com slash OPL show uh, for bonus episodes, for the chat that we have where we discuss episodes. We get guests in. We'll get Gigi in so that she can answer your sex questions. Uh, great, great little community there. And leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Yep. And um, sorry, Mom. Sorry. Sorry to our second rings. We'll see you next time.